Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Oh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. You're probably already familiar with Vogue. You know, the publication that has given audiences an exclusive inside look at fashion and cultural moments for more than 100 years. You can expect no less from Vogue's podcast, The Run-Through with Vogue. Meet the influential people behind the scenes of fashion's greatest moments, from designers and creative directors to Vogue editors and the woman behind the infamous Vogue closet. Get inspired while listening to the creative processes of people like author Zadie Smith, fashion designer Tori Birch, and uh, recent star of the Super Bowl, Usher. Go beyond the pages of Vogue with The Run-Through, available wherever you get your podcasts. Can we also talk about Tasha struggling to articulate what her job is? Oh my which god, is like not a thing I'm that's ever. I thought it was incredible. Discussed. I thought it was incredible that Riley asked her what her job was. I was like, Riley, do you I know, know where you I'm are? These people it. don't have jobs. Yeah, they like, have jobs. Yeah. She's an influencer, and he's like, "What do you do?" And she says, "I travel quite a bit for work and pleasure," which is <laughs> not an answer. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. You know, sometimes you just need your reality TV to just be more boring than reality. A peaceful transition, new bachelorette leadership installed without incident. It just like, it felt good. It felt good for my nervous system. Yeah, that's what I needed in 2020. So Tasha's season began in earnest last night and there were a couple twists, but despite that, it was really a back to basics episode. To discuss this season reset with us, we are joined today by the wonderful author, journalist, and commentator, Liz Plank. Liz... We are so excited to have you. I have been uh, trying to get on this podcast since it started. So I'm, I, I'm very happy that, um, you know, my people called your people. We finally made it happen. Um, it is, yeah, really my honor. Uh, and I love this intro already. I am dying. It's like what we needed. You know what I mean? It's all just the fact that Tisha happened at the exact same time as a Joe Biden, like in Joe Biden's America is, is just like it, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. And before we get into the recap, we just want to say we hope everyone had a good weekend and we just want to, you know, put some facts out there. One, Joe Biden is the president-elect. Two, he won by millions of votes. Three, investigations by well-respected news outlets like the New York Times have found zero evidence of voter fraud. Those are just some facts. Yeah, I mean, we could go more into it, but obviously this is a Bachelorette recap podcast, <laughs> so we'll we'll basically leave it there. Um, but we did want to remind everyone that there is a double runoff Senate election in Georgia on January 5th. And so the balance of power in the Senate is still up for grabs based on 
based on those runoffs, uh, Raphael Warnock is running to unseat Republican incumbent Kelly Loeffler. John Ossoff is running to unseat Republican incumbent uh, Purdue. Um, And so, you know, Georgians, uh, you know, if you're in Georgia, you have until December 7th to register to vote. Um, And there's just a lot of work going on on the ground in Georgia. And if you're interested in getting involved, that seems like a great way to spend uh, part of your your fall and early winter. Yeah. So there are a few organizations that you can donate to, especially if you're outside of Georgia. You can donate to Fair Fight, which is a nationwide group that combats voter suppression and promotes free and fair elections based in Georgia, started by Stacey Abrams. You can also donate to the New Georgia Project, which is um, a well-regarded effort to register and engage voters, credited with enrolling more than 500,000 people. It's a nonpartisan 501c3. And finally, we wanted to highlight the Asian Americans Advancing Justice Atlanta. So before the presidential election, this nonpartisan group called 92% of Asian American and Pacific Islander voters in Georgia. And they're going to do that again leading up to January uh, 5th. So get involved. And uh, now it's time for us to get to the real meat of this episode, the the more relevant transfer of power obviously um liz let's let's fucking do this uh i am so here for it i have so many thoughts i also still have thoughts about claire and dale which i know is is the previous administration and we you know went through enough with them but i still feel like we need to debrief on what that was um and and just the in my opinion, the massive uh, codependency that is that is that is Claire's entire energy that she. <laughs> so I used to think that she was like a Karen, like like she misunderstands her empowerment of like she thinks that empowerment is is being like kind of like not apologizing and like doing what she wants and like and it's like that's not it like you that that's not in my mind what empowerment is and I think that's what um, Karen's funly misunderstand I agree with you in that like her understanding of empowerment is a little surface level which we have touched on here um I also Chris Harrison is a really bad interviewer and I oh my god think he hates he her is an abomination he hates her. You could see the hate in his eyes doing that interview. And like when she's like, well, I respected the process. And he goes, you blew up the whole process. And he smiles and they both laugh. And it is the most passive aggressive like exchange I've ever seen on The Bachelorette. But it was also, like, so good. We know that the show did this. So <laughs> yeah, but, he's like, oh, you like, blew up the process. Chris, we saw you like a week ago sitting with her being like, so you love Dale, right? You yes, want to run off yes. and marry Dale? Probably that seems like, so, like, would you like to pursue that? Like Dale, I mean, Chris, you're part of this, you know? Chris yes, is like, look, you both complicit. will get engaged tonight. I have nothing to do with this. This oh is God. out of my control. This was all Claire. Chris is like, he's like John Meacham being like, wow, what an incredible speech Joe Biden gave. Oh, yes, I wrote it for sure. Right. I didn't have to tell you that at the time. You know, you don't Mm. get to participate in the action and then act like you're just like a neutral journalist, you know? Wow. That's a really good point. We are learning so many lessons from this season. It is, it is, yeah, it is blowing up the whole, the whole media landscape and our political press. It really is. Yeah. Is there Um, even going to be a Bachelor franchise left after what's gone on? Who can say? The norm destruction. I I mean, mean, I've got to say, 
what did, were you guys worried? I was worried when they were like, we're going to have a new person. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get into this again. And I thought last night's episode was really good. I thought they did a really good job of bringing back some joy. I thought it was very like back to basics. It was a little, I, I think my energy had gotten used to like the messiness of Claire, yeah. which I sort of liked. And this was like very tame. But mm-hmm. I had to remind myself that we were basically back to night one. So we had to do all of the like, wait, who are you? What's your name? Stuff again, because Tasha had not met any of these men. So, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I think the calmness was probably what all of America needed. I agree. I, You know what? I was disappointed, though. This morning I woke up and I was like, I wish I had known more about Tasha. I feel like I got to know Tasha through like the male gaze. Like I got to know her through the guys, but I didn't get to know her independently. And I, I by the way, I, I didn't watch the season where she was on. She was on uh, Bachelor in Paradise, right? She was on Paradise, and she was on Colton's so, season. Okay, for some reason that was a that was a gap for me. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Um, probably covering the fascists in the White House, but but anyway, um, not important. And and so I I'm not actually familiar with her, and I wish I'd known more about her. Like it felt a little bit like every guy was like projecting whatever they want and she's wonderful like she's just like a she's the anti-claire like in terms of being very free-spirited and 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 open and positive and and being into the process as opposed to sort of resisting the process but but i i i, I was left being like who is who is Tasha? like what 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 does she like to do on the weekends um and and yeah, so I was a little disappointed. I, I hope we just get to know, because usually you would have the montage, you would know where, like, mm-hmm. what's her deal. You'd yeah. see all those, like, that cute B-roll in her hometown, and, like, I don't, I don't know anything about her. That's interesting, because, you know, we do usually, and sometimes I feel like it's a little overdone, the, the intro yes. packages of the, new, of the new lead that we all know from all these previous seasons. But the way they are with Tasha, it's really like, if you didn't watch the prequels, you're shit out of luck. Like, she, yeah. this is Tasha. It's Tasha. You know who Tasha is. She's here. She's in charge now. Um, she shows up. She tells Chris, like, on the previous episode, yeah, I'm here. I'm ready to go. And Chris is like, great, Tasha. Tasha's here, guys. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, the, you the episode begins. nothing else about her. Yes. She's yes. very beautiful. And which she was giving me like from moment one. So she kind of comes in and she's like, hey, guys, I'm Tasha," And they all are just like, wow, what a very hot woman. She's even younger than Claire. (laughs) Yeah. Very hot. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, we're really just getting so much insight into everyone here. But Tasha was giving me some like very sweet camp counselor vibes last night like she just had this like super positive energy and was like okay guys I want to find love do you want to find love are we here to have a great summer kids yeah don't even worry about getting homesick because we're gonna make this This summer rule and and I found that as a former camp counselor myself I found that um very familiar and wow Maybe they put her through like a little training, a little CIT training. Just they were so like, you got to like, pump come these in men the right up. Energy. Yeah. You got to pump these men up. Just reassure yeah. them you are as hot as you look. 
Um, I, 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 yeah. I wonder if the producers were worried too, because the one thing that struck me just watching that episode was like, it is so nice to see chemistry. Like her date with Brendan was absolutely adorable. And I was like, wow, I haven't, I mean, obviously Dale and Claire, again, I, I have so many things to say about that. I don't think that that's chemistry. I think that that's like insecurity and like, that's why she, oh man, I, I completely was so disagree. I've never too. seen stronger chemistry than Dale what? and Claire. Liz, yes. you gotta, okay, I'm I sorry, everyone needs, more. Oh, everyone needs to listen to Claire and Dale on the Bachelor Happy Hour pod. Just because you're okay. insecure or codependent or, like, True. fixated on what a partner needs to bring you in a relationship, I've certainly been all those things in the past. I probably was like that when I met my husband. You can yeah. still have chemistry with someone, and I think that they That's have true. really intense chemistry. And, in fact... Watching Claire and Dale, I was struck by how shallow the chemistry often is on these shows. Like, mm. it seemed much more intense. And to, to go back to kind of like someone who's like, yeah, sure, all these guys are attractive. Like, sure, it works better for the formula of the show. But I don't know if it seems yeah. more genuine to me. I agree. I, I don't know. Agree. I agree. I mean, I and I really love Taisha also. I like both of them. And I, yeah. we said this last week, but to me, it's like, this season is an embarrassment of riches like and I think that there is a real mm. tendency of a lot of the even some of the men I saw like posting jokes on you know their Instagrams like thank god new start like who's the I winner know. and it's like well also yeah. like lucky all of you that you got to meet more right. than one person first of all that just yeah. like increased your chances totally switched up who kind of like got more camera time and who mm. got to experience that chemistry um and I'm like these two women are very different and I'm into them both and it's really fun to get to to get to watch all of that mm. um I so we see you know Tasha kind of come in and start doing the rounds and we start to see a few people, as you said, Brendan, I think definitely emerges as sort of a front runner. And then I think Ivan and Ben also seem to emerge as people who were just like really taken aback by Tasha. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we get to see a little bit more from some of the men than we had before because they were really only showing us Dale. Yeah. So right. I think that that's fun. Ivan pulls uh, Tasha first, and they're both like, you're hot. No, you're hot. <laughs> That's something that actually kind of drove me nuts, is like, oh, yeah, me the too. first episode of the show is always just all of them telling each other how hot they are and being like, I'm here for the journey, and it's so boring. Um, so that there's a lot of that in her early conversations. Can we also talk about Tasha struggling to articulate what her job is? Oh my god! Not a thing ever. I thought it was incredible. I thought it was incredible that Riley asked her what her job was. I was like, Riley, do you know where you are? These people don't have jobs. Yeah, they have jobs. She's an influencer, and she's like, "What do you do?" And she says, "I travel quite a bit for work and pleasure," which is not an answer. (laughs) That's my new answer. I'm just gonna say that because she doesn't want to say influencer, presumably. She's like, you know, says in the beauty and lifestyle sector, I get paid to live my life. Yeah, she's like, uh, my entire story narrative personally is a commodity that (laughs) I sell via brands and this show. And Riley's like, ah, yes, very similar to a medical malpractice defense attorney. (laughs) 
Oh, my boy Riley, who's just out here living his life in Queens. Wish we Mm. could hang. Uh, And uh, yeah, there Jordan C also is a guy who is like, I'm all about dropping Claire and and doing Tasha. This is great. She has big ass eyes. I love that. (laughs) Big ass eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Blake yeah. <laughs> takes an interesting approach where he sits down with Tasha and is like, look, I'm still really into Claire. I really was like banking on dating Claire for like a long time. So please be patient with me as I get over this other woman and learn <laughs> to love you. And maybe I'll become more fun to be around eventually. Um, <laughs> like that describes and then he's a like, lot of our date women dating in their twenties. I feel like every guy starts <laughs> that first day that way. You're like, all right, who is it? What happened to you? Yeah, yeah I've never like, been broken me. up ever. Like we've all been like, come on, let it he's go. Like, Do you want to heal me, please? And she's like, <laughs> yes, I don't know. Exactly. I have like 15 other guys in here who seem really excited <laughs> that Claire's gone. So maybe not. I did love that Jason left. Is, am I too far in the episode? Are we doing this in that order? That is skipping ahead a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Never but mind. Jason never mind. gives things a shot at first. Um, he does tell Tasha like, oh, I really have. He doesn't do quite the same thing Blake does, which is like, please come with me on this journey of getting over the other woman. Oh but Blake. he does say, you know, I open up to Claire. I have feelings for her, but I'm still looking for love and you seem great and I'm doing my best. And and then she uh, first has her a chat with Brendan, who who later becomes a major player in the mm-hmm. the Tasha uh, journey, um, he is wearing a turtleneck under his blazer, mm. and notable Solid. notable fashion Solid. statement there. Yeah. He's like the guy's been calling me Steve Jobs, but Tasha is really taken by this. I love seeing the things that strike Tasha, which are like mm. Brendan, who is sort of like quiet with interesting fashion, and then like. Right? basic bros and ill-fitting suits it's like a, yeah. such a grab bag yes well this is the woman who dated john paul jones so we know that she has eclectic eclectic taste i love later when she's <laughs> like you know i i'm a caring person but i don't necessarily want to like teach someone how to be a man per se and yeah. i was like are you subtweeting yeah. <laughs> right now because <laughs> that was full on the dynamic of her relationship with jpj oh. um uh, then Chris comes over and is just like coming out of the shadows towards Tasha to interrupt her time with Brendan. I was like, do they sense that she's getting attached to someone and they're like, better break it up. We don't want another Claire. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but he is there to be like, Tasha, there's some more bros here yeah. for you and a limo. Mm-hmm is pulling so up while the other men watch in like sheer Terror. horror. They're like, we have suffered. We have been through <laughs> that. How could they do this to us? When will we get what we deserve? It's not today, guys. It's not today. Um, yeah, they, uh, not all the guys have even gotten to talk to her yet, which like they've been waiting yeah. for like 30 minutes. So it seems pretty unfair. But uh, first, Tasha gets to have her little mini limo exit moment. First, she meets Spencer, a water treatment engineer, um, who she is extremely taken with. Um, I think of him as having anti-charisma. I don't really understand. Like, I get that he's, like, good looking, but, like, something about it isn't working for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's working for Tasha. 
Yeah, a lot of hair gel. A lot of hair gel. Oh, <laughs> Maybe yeah. it'll you be could better. Tone it down he. a bit. <laughs> Next, she meets Montel, a gym owner in a pink blazer. Peter, a real estate agent, and Noah, a registered travel nurse with a mustache. Mm-hmm. He... Certainly the youngest guy too. How he was old 25. is he? 25. 25. Oh, wow. So he has her like listen to his heartbeat to show how excited he is, and then he stops on the way and to like get one more look at her. And later we find out he has like ten siblings, and I was like, oh yeah, this guy's used to working hard for attention. <laughs> Makes a lot I of sense. I felt like they brought these guys in because the other men had bonded too deeply over their shared trauma and they like needed new energy to get some villains. Yes, so they were like, for sure. Spencer, Noah, one of these yeah. guys we can yeah. like convince to be a shithead and piss these guys off. Yes. Yeah. Um, there was way too much they left this guy, these guys alone to like learn to care about each other for like 48 hours. What are yeah. we going to do? Yeah. We must create conflict. Um, and Spencer obliges by immediately making what I think is a perfectly appropriate and kind of funny joke, um, which is, hey, guys, which one of you scared off Claire? And they are furious. I was so confused. (laughs) I later chatted Emma, like, what happened with Spencer? Why are they all mad at him? And it seems like it was just that comment. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do they think he's serious? Like, I don't understand. (laughs) He's like, they I'm really the detective of The Bachelorette, and I'm here to find out which one of you scared off Claire. Come on. Yeah, they, they, I also found myself being like, wait, what did he, like, of course I get it. Like, I've met so many, like, 100 Spencers like that, but but I was like, what did he actually do? Like, is it just that he has, like, the white entitled energy, or is there, like, something else? I think and it was I just the energy. Just the energy. That's, just the like, I was Spencer like, he energy. just has sort of dickish white dude yeah. energy, yes. and they're yeah. all, like, on edge and already feeling right. as though they've been, you know, right. aggrieved by this show. Yes. Um, yeah. And Spencer, they're just like, Spencer, no jokes. Now it's not the time. <laughs> Now's not the time for humor, Spencer. Um, so Tasha re-enters and the guys are just like, the things they're saying, Kenny's like, are they actually here to even meet Tasha? Spencer seems like he's just here to be a dick, which like, what like you've known these people for 20 seconds they're basically the same as you they're the same guys as you but just like two weeks later zach is like i don't know it's gonna be difficult to there's a real sense of pride among these guys who've been here together just like the human psychology like the way that we like form tribes so rapidly and just like rationalize it in these Mm. bizarre ways was really on display during this scene Mm. Um, so Tasha re-enters, every guy surges forward to nab her, but Spencer gets there first. Right. Just fueling the flames here. Fueling the flames. And he sits her down and he's like, here's me. I'm 30. I love surfing in the beach. Huh. And she's like, I can't surf and I'm afraid of it. And he's like, I'll teach you and I'll save you so you don't drown. And Tasha's like... Swoon. Sounds like yeah. my kind of thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and then Zach, who is giving me a lot of weird vibes this episode, um, starting His with the sense of pride. really confuses me. 
It's very strange. Who's Zach again? Sorry. Tell me who Zach yeah. is. Zach is That's- the 36-year-old <laughs> who says like... Oh, I love Zach. I like <gasps> suddenly love Zach. Okay, you're I not suddenly- the only one. My other friend okay. texted me that too. And I was like, I just can't get... Can't quite get understand. a read on him. I think we need to... I need to understand more about him. So I actually like Googled him. And then very quickly found an article that... A, indicates that he is divorced. And B, indicates yes. that he is a former addict who like gives who like does education around and he's talked about that on the show he talked about it with claire did he talk about that yeah this is how little i've i've retained obviously it's so difficult to keep track of yeah but i was was another era it was a different era i need i need more on zach because i'm like he's giving me almost like dorky dad energy but in a nervous way Yes. I when never I, was a Zach fan. I always, I honestly, whenever the camera would pan to him, I was like, why is he there? And not because I'm mean. It just was always like he just didn't feel like a right fit. And now I feel like he's like, he's, she's looking for a man. And like he has been through some shit. True. And men who have been through shit and have helped other people get through shit, those are men. And I... I think I think he's gonna be a front runner. I, I see him like top three. Oh, I actually I, I, like, I actually agree night. with you. They're setting him yeah. up. I just I want to yeah. see more in depth conversations between them. For sure. For I just sure. feel like the last couple of episodes, whenever he makes a comment, I'm just like, what? Like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Which like right. I I don't know if he and I are just on different wavelengths, but um, he, <laughs> he sits random. her down. Yes. Here's his here's his 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 uh, line to Claire. You had me at bomb ass summer, which I'm like, is that the first time he's heard that phrase? Yeah, um, maybe he's 36. You know, I'm 32. He's like a, he's so he's whatever. He's a little dweeby. <laughs> dweeby. No. but like I don't um, hate that. It's it just dweeby. it's a fact. I don't. Yeah. He offers her like a quarter to toss in the fountain to make wishes. I thought that was sweet. I thought and that was they sweet. do. And then she says that she thinks he's interesting because of his accent. He's from does New Jersey. Have, <laughs> does anyone have any insight on his accent? This. <laughs> this was the first moment where it had occurred to me that he might have an accent. Um, a lot of confusion for me this episode. Uh, yeah. Then she plays cornhole with Chasen, which is the most Chasen thing ever. Chasen seems Jason like he thing. organized like track and field day at his frat. Oh for sure. yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, then, uh, she talks to Ben, they do some dancing and it's time for the first impression rose, which goes goes to Spencer, Spencer, Spencer. perfect for shit stirring. Absolutely perfect. (laughs) Ivan is very upset. They're all very upset. Um, and, and then it's rose ceremony time and the guys are Mm -hmm. getting nervous, but Taisha being the benevolent leader that she is, is like, look. We're canceling the rose ceremony. All of our journeys will continue. And I just want to say that men like Kenny and Ed, who I keep forgetting exist, like who the fuck is Ed? Who is um, Ed? They are really, really benefiting. They are benefiting from this transfer of power that has like elongated some of their times here. For sure. These dudes are going home. Like they were going to go home with Claire. They're going to go home with Taisha. But somehow they're still there. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like Kenny is going to surprise us. I feel like Kenny might be top three. I think some. Oh my I think God, they've no. done this on purpose. I know. I'm telling Liz. you, it's weird. It, Liz, I, I just, did you see his tattoo? I, which one? The <laughs> giant one over his entire peck that was like an abstract American flag. 
Ew, he has it was, an American flag tattoo. It was like very, I mean, it was a monstrosity, I think is how I wrote it in my notes. <laughs> I still don't really have a beat on Tasha's taste. So, like, I mean, who have we known who she's dated? Colton, John Paul Jones. I don't know who John Paul Jones is. I gotta Google. I gotta, I gotta oh, do my Liz, research on Tasha. You're gonna a have real to do weirdo. more You're gonna be to really. really confused. He's weird? Like, <laughs> Yes. I think she has very eclectic taste. She has eclectic taste. So she could really surprise us. Um, That's cool. I'm I'm into that. And this is when in the show we are brought screeching backwards into Dale and Claire's uh, sit down with Chris Harrison. But let's lightly pass over that since we discussed it at the top. Yeah. And also I just want to say that like it was taped apparently during the summer. So it's not even really such a great update in my opinion like they had were still yeah they were still quarantining on the resort when when they this was taped so if you actually want an update like listen to rachel and becca's interview with claire and dale on the bachelor happy hour podcast they're currently in sioux falls visiting dale's family they're house shopping in sacramento because her mom is in a care facility there and so dale's gonna move from new york to be with her um i just felt like this was like a really weird it, it just didn't give us anything new so I agree let's just sort of like oh that's why I was confused okay can yeah. you delete my part where I trash Claire because I think I thought I was like wait it's been what six months and this is all you can give us like you already told us this right so that makes a lot of sense because I was like wait that that means nothing has progressed like you don't really know each other okay this no, makes a right lot doesn't of that sense. make more sense and they didn't make they that clear told which us annoyed that. me they like on the stamp on it. the bachelor happy hour podcast Rachel is like asking them questions and they're like yeah we've talked about what it means to bring like biracial children into the world and like what they're going to face and it's like okay why couldn't the show have given us any of this substance I think I feel like they sort of screwed Claire that's that's sort of my feeling like they didn't do her any favors wow I think what you're also seeing in the interview is that it's been a really stressful time for Claire and she is hearing a lot of like people are mad at you or they're going to be mad at you. Mm. People think you're lying. People yeah. don't understand why you didn't try harder. And so her first reaction is like, well, I'm in love with someone who backs me up and like that's mm. all I need. All I need is his support. Yeah. And so you're seeing like a very like defensive crouch yeah. Claire. Right. And, right. She's and in that a really is vulnerable a vulnerable spot. It is a situ- it is a stance from which she tends to get a little bit like yeah like we've seen this when yeah. she's had issues with men on the show in the past that it becomes like well you misunderstood me and like right. that's not I don't need to put up with this and it's not okay. always her most flattering mode mm-hmm. but uh but it you know it seems like they've been doing well and I wish that we had gotten a more recent update from them but me too. Um, such a lost opportunity. They could have done a live. They could have just gone live with them. Exactly. Like, I agree. They just are. bring them on Zoom. Who cares? We don't yeah. need a soundstage. Ugh. This is but the COVID I think you're era. right that they wanted to portray her in a certain light. And and now I feel like I, I bought into it and I feel sad that I did that because you're right. Like they, they sort of screwed her. Like they didn't want to present whatever the real truth is because that didn't fit with, you know, the format of the, of sort of the narrative that they were telling. Right. Exactly. So, uh, it's so hard with this show. Everything is always like they're just throwing so so many smoke and mirrors at you. Ugh. 
I never know if I've evaluated it. I know. I'm sure I like flip flop on how I feel about things. I'm like, wait, this layer is something I missed. And, you know, that's why we could Mm. talk about this show forever. We're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, we'll have more with Liz on Tasha's ascent into the role of Bachelorette. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. (laughs) So important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well balanced. I feel full after and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 and use code LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI 50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Springtime vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming, you probably want to smell the flowers, not the litter box. But thanks to Pretty Litter, you'll be able to smell those spring flowers all you want. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odors. It's ultra absorbent, it's lightweight, low dust, and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat. And if all of that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You'll never run out. You won't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space. And even better, 
You won't have to lug those huge tubs from the store to your car or the subway and into your house. Our producer, Talon, has been using Pretty Litter and he just raves about how great it is, how easy it is to scoop, how much better it smells. I mean, the health monitor aspect gives so much peace of mind. He's a big fan and we know that you will be too. Go to prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. prettylitter.com slash LTSI. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, 
looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. And now back to the show. But I guess let's yeah. get back to Tasha's guys because yes. the dates yes. are about to begin. Uh, Chris arrives with the first date card. It's a group date. Blake, Riley, Zach, Jordan, Noah, Peter, Kenny, Jay, Easy, and Spencer. Here's to a second shot at love. Did you did you catch that? The the shot like a at a basketball hoop. They take a shot. Oh, I I love that. I think this was one of Zach's comments, Score. although for some reason I didn't attribute it. We've been given this gift in the form of Tasha, this amazing, beautiful, mesmerizing woman, and I'm ready to receive it. This is just a formulation that I hate. I'm I like, she's that. a person. <laughs> she's not a yeah. present for you. Yeah. Um, wow, yeah. But she greets them at a pool in a red bikini. This is where they get the the teaser shot um, of her, clearly, of her emerging from the pool. And the men are literally in pools of their own saliva on the floor. I've never seen anyone drool so hard yeah. as this group of gentlemen. Um, Jordan's like, she's a woman worth fighting for whenever the time comes. Um could be soon if things in the country keep trending in this direction. Um, <laughs> so she invites them into the pool. Uh, she's like, I'm happy to evaluate the goods and see that they all like look hot in their swim trunks. Which, I'm sorry, Claire was like absolutely crucified for having the men strip. That's I true. was also critical of that date. But like now Tasha's just like doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And I do feel like there is an element of... It's okay when a really young hot yep. woman asks yeah. us to do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. There were, like, literally underwater shots of the men's crotches, and I saw, like, very little criticism. Yeah. I, I don't one know. Them, There's a, one of them uh, even yeah. said, like, oh, we have to wear these entirely too small Speedos. Like, they didn't look happy right. about it. It, it it squicked me out. Um, it, and it does yeah. seem that they're going to be leaning heavily on naked men. To, to add the variety that they won't have in travel and date selection because we saw some previews of upcoming group dates and it was like a lot of abs and I'm just not psyched for it. A lot. Um, so they're playing basically water basketball. Um, they're split into the blue and green team to compete for time with Claire, perhaps in the idea of simmering attention down, or Tasha, geez. <laughs> This is going to be fun. Um, Perhaps in the interest of simmering the tension down a little bit, they are all going to get to go to the after party, but there's going to be like an intermediary barbecue that only the winning team will get to go to. Um, And so the competition is fierce. At one point, Riley like smashes Spencer in the mouth with his elbow and cuts his, he cuts his lip. It starts bleeding. Um, Tasha comes over to check on Spencer. Riley's like, oh, yeah, is it just a pretty boy sitting on the side and getting coddled for a little bit? Like, just, like, the the conversation about masculinity starts starts amping up rapidly. Um, and ultimately, Blue uh, pulls out the victory. Tasha then says, 
I love, 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 love the energy the blue team had. Green team, you guys tried. <laughs> Brutal. That was a very harsh assessment. That's harsh. Harsh. Oh, man. Yeah. You know what? Like, Tasha is just wielding her power in mm. uh, discreet ways. Mm, interesting um, there is definitely a different power dynamic I think your point about even yeah them being in speedos and before that was like such a point of contention is really really interesting of like when a woman who and again I think Claire's understanding of empowerment might might be you know faulty at times yes. like we all do but uh, but but she wielded that power much more much more assertively and they yeah did not like that. What do we think Yosef is thinking right now? Is he, is <laughs> Yosef he is scandalized. He is like, he, I think he's Yosef like, is like, I should have stuck around. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. like another woman to scam on. I love that. He's like, she's classy because I find her personally hotter. She's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, who knows? He'll, we'll never find out what Yosef she's would have done because I truly he took himself to out. Never hear from Yosef again. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's imagine. it's an interesting question that like Claire kind of presented herself as the driver on the nudity yeah. aspect of the dodgeball date, even though clearly that is just how these dates are designed. And Tasha yeah. just sort of sits back and lets it be done, you know, for her by production. Um, Tasha is also, you know, yeah, she's I do feel like there's an element of like she's younger, like that there is a question of like you know, we will do this embarrassing thing proactively to impress a really young, like, uh, fertile, hot woman. But, you know, if a, if a woman who's 39 tells us to right. take off our right. shirts, that makes us right. feel emasculated. Yes. There's, like, right. a lot going yeah. on with all the different ways. I think that's ways. a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like bad like that I keep being like anyway Tasha's younger but like it is so weird to see how different the yeah. dynamics are right away. Um, right. Right. And so we don't see the barbecue. It's like a special off-camera barbecue with Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing <laughs> like good happened. No, there wasn't enough drama. Like, they were just like um, having burgers, living their lives, yeah. ogling Tasha and they were like, "Okay, we don't have to show this." Riley is like the 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 policing how all of the men are basically handling things. He's like, "All right, I'm here. I'm. I just want to know, did you guys serve her food at the barbecue?" And they're like, "Uh." He's like, "All right, you guys are slipping. We'll deal with that." I'm like, Riley, like, who put you in charge? Also, like, they 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 what? Why would they serve her the food? It doesn't even make sense. I mean, maybe I I don't know. You know, if there's something that that I'm missing there um but uh certainly none of the men who were on the date felt like they should serve her food and they seemed pretty baffled by the question but uh but she does uh at this point get time with with basically all of the men who are on the date um and so she does sit down with easy who is still getting featured pretty heavily um this episode and we haven't heard anything from abc or or bachelorette about the allegations that were made what are the Um, allegations Um, so a woman alleged on twitter that he um sexually assaulted her a number of years ago and um 
And apparently, you know, Reality Steve and Ashley Spivey have said that she talked to production about it recently. Um, so it is a little surprising to see that they are mm-hmm. still using him sort of for, for color commentary. Um, but in this episode, it also seems like he hits it off with, with Tasha, Um, and he's like, you know, really laying it on thick with her. He's like, you make me giddy. I feel like I just met my wife. Like maybe this was all like the pandemic, everything just happened to bring us together. Um, and Tasha loves it. Um, and he ends up getting the group date rose. Um, some other standout conversations she has. She she talks to Zach. Um, and again, he's like, I'm 36. There's a, a big focus. <laughs> These men are all lot. like, let me tell you how old I am. Um, <laughs> and she's like, why are you single? And he's like, I just haven't found love. And Claire, you pointed out last night, you're like, it's a little odd that he didn't take that opportunity to be like, yeah, I actually like was married before i mean maybe production wanted him to save that for like a one-on-one date or something Mm, yeah possibly knowing that it was a little odd to just hear him be like experiences are just a great teacher for us and she's like yeah but like they don't we don't hear them talking about what those experiences might be and i was like i want more i'm ready and maybe this Mm. is just me wanting like like, this is basically night one again. And so Tasha needs to do that surface stuff. But I'm like, I want to learn more. Uh, but right. I do agree that they're clearly setting Zach up for, like, being around for a while. Yeah. But don't they also kind of show us less of the people who are going to make it? Like, they purposely kind of do that. So if you're seeing so much of a person, it kind of means that, like, they might be going soon. I mean, it varies a lot. I feel like they don't want to make it too predictable. And also, you know, someone might serve a purpose for a couple episodes and then, you know, not be needed anymore. It just felt like Um, Zach has such a big backstory that they love that stuff. And so, like, if it's not being brought up now, that makes me Mm. think that he's going to get like a one on one date or something where they're going to really be able to dig into dig into that past. Yeah. And I mean, he probably has a Yeah. Uh, or, or he probably just has a really compelling story. Like, yeah. a, you know, that, that you become an addiction specialist through your own addiction is probably going to be, yeah, it's you know, very, a big story that, that happens. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and I think it's, you know, I think that's great. I think it's like a great, I really enjoy when the show takes the opportunity to actually like use people's lived experiences yeah. to talk about something more than just like being open to love. Um, So I look forward <laughs> to that if and when it happens. Taisha. Yeah. This is where we learn um, in her conversation with Riley that she wants five children and she's it's very specific. (laughs) Five kids. She says it multiple times. Riley's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I want like two daughters. And she's like, what about five children? He's like. (laughs) Also, I'm always intrigued when people who, you know, haven't had kids yet are like, I plan to have two children of a specific gender. <laughs> yes. Like, how do you plan on that working? He's like, yeah. daughters only for me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, okay, good luck. <laughs> good luck with that. Um, and she's not specific about that, but she does want five kids exactly. I was thinking a lot this episode, you know, Emma was saying um, to me how expensive it is to have five kids, which is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking about how many women say that they end up you know, having fewer kids than they wanted. And like, 
probably wanting five kids is not that unusual, but it's so difficult to raise five children when there's so little affordable childcare and it's so hard it's, Bi- to it's Biden's insurance. America now we <laughs> yeah in Biden's it. America we now might... Tasha can have her five children <laughs> I don't yeah. know I, I think also I just like it just for me personally having grown up with only you know one sibling not not ever thinking I would have five children I was like oh my god being pregnant five yeah. times sounds like a lot that sounds yeah. like a lot but I respect her and I want her to have everything that she desires mm. yeah mm. I actually am one of five kids um so I'm in a you are family. uh I have wow. uh two step siblings and yeah it's it's a lot of kids but um wonderful to have a full house full of cool people so there's an sounds fun I agree it yeah. sounds fun I yeah. just think I was like my uterus was like contracting as in she pain. said yes. it yeah yeah <laughs> I feel like it's the kind of thing that guys say. A lot of guys will be like, I want five kids. And women are like, whoa. Like, like it, it sounds like a thing that a dad would say. Because being yeah. a dad to five kids is not the same as being a, the mom of five kids. <laughs> it's just like a whole different set of uh, of uh, responsibilities. <laughs> it's funny. I don't want to like totally sidetrack us on this. But I think that the reverse is often true also because mm. I think – that a lot of women do find a lot of fulfillment in having their kids and it's very hard to like think that you've had your last baby and Mm. I'm already thinking about this all the time and I've only had one I'm like what one day it will be the last time that I go through this stage and it's very sad um but also five sounds exhausting um so at this point uh Kenny decides to confront Spencer about just seeming like a dick just like having that dick energy energy (laughs) yeah not big dick energy just like generalized dick energy yeah yeah Yeah. spencer is completely baffled i think spencer at this point is realizing that when he made that comment upon entering he thought that he was like maybe bonding with them almost by like through humor like he thought he was like breaking the ice and they were all like he's our enemy now and that's what he's learning um and riley decides to tell spencer that where he's from a pretty guy like spencer is called lunch meat that guy's fried bologna he's a bologna sandwich with mayo he yeah. said mayo. He, he said, said with mayo with, with mayo. mayo. Yeah, that's harsh. That's harsh. That part yeah. I kind of understood. I agree. I was like, he for sure. Spencer is very white bread with mayo. Like I get yes. that part. Yes, his name is Spencer. Yeah, exactly. You had me at Spencer. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I I would read an explainer on what Riley is is saying here because I feel like there's a lot <laughs> that I'm not picking up. Um, he tells Spencer, we call you lunch meat because you like to talk a lot of shit, which is an explanation that doesn't <laughs> put the pieces together for me. Yeah. Um, but he's basically like, listen, Spencer, like, you can say whatever you want to say, but anytime you want to go, I'll go. Like, I'll throw down. Things have really escalated Spencer looked Spencer. like he was about to cry. <laughs> Spencer looked, like, really, really hurt. He didn't say anything back. He just kind of had, like, you know, when your mouth starts to, like, tremble. It's like, oh, Spence. Like, I'm about Um, to get beat up. Uh So Spencer uh, thanks Tasha for checking on his injury. And he's like, yeah, I think Riley elbowed me because I got the rose, basically. 
the rose apparently doesn't count anymore. The first impression rose because there was a rose ceremony that was canceled. It got washed away. It does not so transfer. Spencer is still jockeying for the group date rose, which I didn't realize. I was kind of baffled by why he was going for the rose. That rose meant nothing except to put a target on Spencer's back. Uh, um, but easy, easy gets this group date rose. Yes. Um, yes. And, and meanwhile, meanwhile, Jason is breaking down. Ugh. Yeah. Jason poor, is realizing ugh, poor baby that Jason. he fell in love with Claire. And I just want to say that all of the guys are very sympathetic to the idea that he fell in love with Claire after two weeks. Guys who are very skeptical that Claire and Dale could have yes. fallen in, in love with each other after two weeks. There you go. They're like, oh, yeah, you did fall in love with her. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. That's that's so painful for you to be in love right now. And we're here for you. Because they're, yeah. they're like, you know what? We believe in love at first sight or love at, you know, handful of interactions when it ultimately <laughs> benefits us because one of yes. us gets to go home and yes. we have less competition for Tasha. Mm. So in that mm. case, your love is real. We mm. support you. You should probably go really handle mm. that and yeah. work it out. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do See think they also the just side. like all really genuinely like Jason and he seems like um, a really lovely man. And I've said this every episode, but I just want some really good friends and a really good therapist for him. I just yes. want that for him. It's funny because I was watching it with my my boyfriend when they went on the the one-on-one and, and basically Jason, you could just tell this was like the first yes. real interaction like in-depth conversation he's ever had uh with uh, any woman and my boyfriend was just like oh god he's gonna fall in love with her it's over <laughs> like he basically was like if this is the first time he's done this with anyone it's gonna take like it's it's gonna be bad oh. and that's exactly what happened like he just he's never no one has ever received his full self and it's not because no one will ever do it it's not because there's something wrong with his full self it's because he's never done it and and so I I I felt his pain. And again, I, I thought that was I that made me feel better as a woman, <laughs> as a human female person, watching all these guys just like flip on a switch and be like, okay, younger, like slimmer, like hotter, great. I'm I'm, you know, Claire Who. And and it made me feel like, okay, this is like a there's actually a genuine um, uh, you know, c- connection and 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 yeah, he he couldn't just flip the switch and that made it just made me feel better about the whole the whole the whole situation. Yeah, and I think a lot of what we're actually. seeing is just that like most of these men, like on any of these seasons, just simply like it mutually didn't have a connection with Claire and yeah. Jason really did. And I think that he's like a sincere and lovely person who was like, this is kind of just turning into a farce for me and I don't want to do that to myself and I don't want to do that to Tasha. and yeah. he like goes and has I think a really mature conversation yeah. with her I you could tell that Tasha was like Sad. shit does this yeah. does this mean something about the men in general not just about you and I did like mm-hmm. that Jason was like look I understand this plays into your insecurity and I want to stop you right there because like I'm the only one who's in this position and everyone else is so excited for you. And it was just like, this is like a good dude and I would enjoy hanging out with him. Yeah. That's the way to break up with someone too, right? Like that is the way to do it with kindness and compassion 
and 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 being direct and like it, it, I I was like they might be friends after this like yeah. like they might like hang out um yeah and I I thought she was gonna try and keep him though she kind I was like of Maybe did she's and I felt yeah. a little I felt I cringed a little bit at first because I I understand where it was coming from with her but he was give, laying out very clearly like I'm in love yeah. with someone else it's not right for me to be here and take up your time I'm not happy. The other guys deserve more time. You deserve your time back, so yeah. I'm going to go. And she's like, thank you, but I don't want you to close yourself off to maybe being mm. in love with me. And I was like, Tasha, mm. girl, no. Just, like, yeah. let, let him go. go. Let and him then go. I think, there are so I many think other. she quickly yeah. reroutes and, and is yeah. like, okay, yeah. like, what am I going to do? I think she liked him. I really think he was, like, I not think so just. Too. I, I think she eyed him early. And he's goofy and she's goofy. And I, yeah, I immediately was like, oh, they're going to be a match. So I think she actually, yeah, felt, I mean, of course, worried about the other guys. But I think she was sad about him. She was no, like, I think oh, you're that, right. That I think she had, like, a, and she did clearly have a sense that he, um, you know, kind of had his life together, was, like, a sincere yeah person and again like I always love when we get to see these more like genuine shows of emotion Uh, especially from men on the show so mm -hmm, I thought mm -hmm. this whole interaction was really human and um yeah I'm a I'm a Jason fan I'm glad ultimately Taysha just kind of like let him go because I think there's a lot of other dudes there who are like really really excited about her yeah and I think what she does I think that he came off very differently to Tasha than he did to Claire because he'd been kind of opened up by Claire. And so mm. Tasha was seeing him as a man who's like really sincere and capable of giving love. Yeah. And it's like a weird thing, I think, that for women especially, I think it's so attractive to see a straight man who's in love with someone else because you're like, that means he can do it. <laughs> How many of those are there out there? Like, I I got to get in on that. Yeah, you're, you're like, wow, he's <laughs> articulating his yes. feelings in a very direct yeah. way. Like, yes. shit, no, don't go. <laughs> like, I get that <laughs> instinct. Yeah. Um, but I think she quickly turns it around, especially when she gets this one-on-one with Brendan. And, like, she's into this oh. dude. Oh, man. Man. Oh, yeah. The turtlenecks oh, did it for her. Oh, mm. yeah. I mean, so she picks Brendan up by riding a horse up to their pool area. They just got some horses to carry them all around the resort. She says, a guy that can rock a turtleneck can rock anything. So a horse is right up his alley. Turtlenecks, horses, all basically in the same area. (laughs) And he's like, compared to Claire, like you're so much more my type in every way. Um, And they're really, there's an excitement that the guys who are more into Tasha than Claire are bringing that is so unique to this season. Because it's not just like, oh, cool, I'm here with a hot lady. It's like, oh, thank God. Like, I thought I was going to have to, like, fake it with this lady who I was only a little bit into. And now I get an even better one, <laughs> which is just a, a different yeah. a different level of excitement. Um, so to spice things up, Chris Harrison is just, like, scootering frantically all over the resort to He's offer them different his treats. Feet. Chris Harrison is <laughs> yeah. earning his keep this season. Right. Mm-hmm. He keeps like, here's a margarita. And then he frantically scooters ahead of them to their next stop to get the, to give them ice cream. Brendan is getting really upset because he wants to go in for the kiss. And Chris Harrison keeps interrupting. But finally, they end up in a pool. 
where they make out. It's so a better well. place to make out than like Agreed. on two separate horses. Separate horses. It's so cute when she picks him on the horse and she's like, come on. And he's like, right behind you? And she's like, no, you got your own horse. That was adorable. That was really I, cute. I wish she'd said yes. Try and get on this without, like, it would have just been... And and again, the, the like emas- not emasculating, but like the masculinity of like riding behind the woman, I think would have been just like amazing that he was willing to do that. I'm I'm Team Brendan. Yeah, you love well, to it's see team it. Turtleneck. It's the big it's the big spoon position. So really, yes. I don't. I think that that it. That, You're you right. Know, You're right. It, it works either way. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it is just what we saw the dynamic shifting in this season we've never seen before. Brendan was just going nowhere with Claire. He was fading into the background. And then you just see him like thrust into the forefront with Taisha because they have a connection. And he's still very like quiet, chill sort of dude. Um, But you just see him kind of come to life and you see when you see someone's attention trained on him. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's worried. He has to tell her at their evening date that he's divorced and he doesn't know how she'll take it. Not everyone wants to be with a divorced person. Great news for Brendan. He doesn't even know it yet, um, but everything's going to work out. Um, And at dinner, she tells him in response to his story that she is also divorced. And they actually have fairly similar stories. Yeah. What what did you guys think of this conversation? I liked it. I thought it was... I mean, again, I always enjoy when... Um, we see people on this show having a more in-depth conversation. And I like uh, this show also has uh, a weird history of sort of stigmatizing divorce. Like, oh, you're damaged because you, you know, if your parents have been divorced or like you are somehow more ready for a relationship if you've only seen couples being together in your family. And like, I like that in in this case, we're seeing that like relationship experience. It's almost like a plus it's like, I have been through this. I have seen, you know, what doesn't work. I have navigated kind of dealing with my own disappointment in a relationship ending that I thought would go one way and it went another. And they can really bond over that. And I thought that that was, like, really awesome to see. Yeah. I don't think there should be any stigma around being divorced. I'm yep. into – that's a plus for me. I'm dating a divorced person right now. And, like, when I learned that he was divorced, I was like, great. He's been through it. He's like, I feel like it's usually uh, honestly means again that they've been through something that they can commit and they're yeah. willing to commit. It just didn't. Yeah, it just didn't work out. And and even like getting divorced takes strength. Like taking like getting a divorce is 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 often the really brave thing to do. Um, and I think it's good that the show is destigmatizing it. I agree. Right. Don't they have more divorced? Like, I feel like it, it this season even, there's like a, the fact that there's a few. Usually there was like mm-hmm. one divorced dad or like even Yosef. Yosef was a divorced dad too. Um, yeah, there's, there's quite um, a few. I think yeah. potentially because there's just like an older bunch. Yeah. Um, you just have yeah. like more men who have been divorced. And I, yeah, I'm into it. I like, yeah, again, we often- recently have been seeing a lot of like 24 year olds saying I've never even been in love I've never had a real relationship which is totally valid but it's it it kind of creates a distorted image of what dating leading up to marriage 
tends to mm-hmm. look like. You know, th- these are often people who have, yeah, like you said, Emma, their most, like, you know, close experience with divorce is seeing their friends' parents get right. divorced in middle school, you know? And the idea that even just being related to someone who is divorced is so damaging to their grasp of what a marriage takes and to instead have all of these the lead and all these contestants talking about dating as a divorced person is such a a different approach for the bachelor and i i think it is really destigmatizing i hope like i almost like forgot what a stigma it was when brendan was saying like not everyone wants to be with a divorced person i was like who cares they're single and then i was like well yeah Yeah. there is a stigma and the bachelor has absolutely been a part of reinforcing that I also thought it was really interesting that he talked about, you know, his relationship ended. Like, there doesn't seem to have been, like, malice on on either side. But, like, they had – they went through counseling. Again, I love hearing Mm -hmm. people acknowledge the power of therapy and counseling on this show. Um, And he talked about how they kind of came to the realization that, you know, he really wanted kids and she – Think, thought that she probably did not want kids and that like that was not a thing that you could just work through and so they went their separate ways and I was like yeah that's another very real thing yeah. that's another thing that is like really valid and two people in a relationship who one of them wants kids and one of them doesn't like that is an important thing to come to that realization also an important thing like neither of those people should be made to feel guilty for what they do or do not desire um yeah. and yeah I, I I loved seeing that no I was just gonna say you know how to me what that felt like too is when you're on a date with someone and they're like that their biggest issue with their past relationship is like a gift to you because it's yeah. the thing that you want right so like when a guy for example will be like you know my ex just wasn't like independent enough and like I really like independent women yeah. I'm like oh my god I'm literally yeah, yeah, like yeah, melting because yeah. like that's what I want and I felt like for her to hear I just really want to be a dad like her eyes just <laughs> glazed over like oh, oh my god like that's right she wants five kids um so I felt like that was also this amazing thing of of you know I got a divorce yeah I walked away from you know a relationship that wasn't working to go into a relationship that 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 will work and so yeah I, I thought that was really charming um, I agree. and to see her eyes light up when he said that I thought it was really sweet yeah she tells him that she wants five kids and he's like cool um yeah. she gives him the rose I mean, yeah, Brendan says two things during this dinner that I fact-checked on Instagram. One is that he loves kids and really wants to be a dad. One is that he's not the best-looking guy in the house, but, like, at least he's, like, well-rounded. So I checked his Instagram. He is a model. Yeah. Uh, His Instagram is covered in modeling shots. I'm very average-looking, just a very average model, professional model. (laughs) It's very average. Um, but yeah. he clearly loves kids. Like he has so many photos of his like nieces and nephews. Um, like, and so solid. Yeah, like it seems very um, sincere. And I I can't imagine how hard it would be to be married to someone you've known since you were a kid and who you love and yeah. realize you want different things. Um, yeah. And so it's beautiful to see them connecting on that. And. I just love the way this whole season has been like reshuffled and just getting a different perspective on how this works. I was saying to Emma, like the way the show is set up as a competition, it 
just gives you the feeling, even though you know this isn't how love works, that it's like a foot race of some sort and you could just swap in and out the lead and the same guys would still be in the front. Um, Because it's framed as a competition that, you know, you perform Mm. well by nagging, snagging the time or by like making yourself stand out. And so it's really cool to see how idiosyncratic love is and how specific it is and how having a different person in charge can make the the foot race look very different. And Mm. that's cool, I think. I mean, I think that's a perfect note to end on. I think you really summed it up. And I think we are all uh, excited to see where the journey goes from here. Mm. Yes. I'm, I'm excited. I And I thought bringing in a bunch of new people, I mean, there were only four, right? Four new yeah, guys. Four. But it felt like a whole new, it, I, I thought that was a really good idea to just bring in a fresh new people. Because um, I, yeah, I was worried. I was like, am I going to still want to see these guys? Like, am I going to believe that they're really falling for someone else? But yeah, I think I'm excited for this season. I feel like we deserve it. We deserve two bachelorettes. Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> We've had a tough year. <laughs> the least they can do is give us two bachelorettes. <laughs> so do we know that they're not going on any trips? Is that they're, like what basically- They're not leaving the resort. That's how they're doing wow. both this season and the, the season, the next Bachelor season. That's, I believe, must be like almost done filming um, for COVID. Wow. They're just staying at the resort. Wow. And so there's more nudity. Even, like, her shot with, like, coming out of the pool, I feel like that was, like, not what Bachelor Nation – like, it was a little Bachelor They're just paradise. like, look, look, yeah. no – We don't got uh, – yeah, we don't have a lot to work with. Yeah, they're like, look, we got bodies, so we're going to use them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't we Liz, all? Yeah. We just want to thank you so much for being here and talking about this with us. It's been a fucking delight, and I oh I miss God. you. I miss you too. I I think this counts as hanging, but yeah. um, I hope we do hang in the future. Um, and um, yeah, this was so fun. I I I was looking for. I, I was taking this so seriously last night. I, my yeah, my I met my boyfriend's family. They're all staying with us for, the, and they got in last night, and I was like. We all have to watch The Bachelorette together and you all need to shut up. Like <laughs> this is my job. Um this is this is my this is my career. Um this is very important. So I <laughs> took it very seriously because I yeah, I, I I adore the both of you and um the service that you provide um for all of us every year but especially this year. It's very serious work and you really nailed it and thank you so much for all your fresh perspectives. This was so much fun and we hope we can do it again soon. And now it's time for a few light feminism fails. Yeah, we did uh, have some discussions about some deeper, more overarching (laughs) questions of feminism, masculinity on this episode, but a few moments we wanted to call out. Um, First, some very odd underwater shots of the gentleman's crotches on the splash ball date. I understand that this date perhaps lacked the sort of strip as a punishment element that might have made the dodgeball date particularly upsetting, but there was some very strong objectifying going on. Not all the guys seemed comfortable with it, and I hate that. We're going to give that a three. And then there was the moment where Zach 
obviously in an attempt to express excitement about Taisha, um, refers to Taisha as a gift being given to them. Um, we just always bristle at the comparison of a human woman to an object, to something that is there for the consumption and exclusively for the pleasure of the men, quote-unquote, receiving her as a gift. Um, again, I, I don't think that Zach meant this to be objectifying in the way that it was, but that language remains problematic. So we're going to give that one a two, two and a half. And uh, finally, just want to call out uh, a trend that I think will continue, as it often does, throughout The Bachelorette, which is just the policing of masculinity between the men, you know, calling each other pretty boys, um, discussing how a real man, you know, acts or looks or behaves, um, you know, this is something that the leads also often engage in. Um, the idea that, you know, that manhood fits into certain very narrow, um, often rather toxic uh, borders is um, is something that's in the culture. And it's something that The Bachelorette reinforces partly through these conversations and labels. And so I'm going to give that a 2.5. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our wonderful guests, Liz Plank, and of course, our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. And you can follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. We'll be back next week to recap Tasha's next adventure on The Bachelorette. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Schwartz. I'm Nomi Fry. I'm Vincent Cunningham, and this is Critics at Large, a New Yorker podcast for the culturally curious. Each week, we're going to talk about a big idea that's showing up across the cultural landscape, and we'll trace it through all the mediums we love. Books, movies, television, music, art. And I always want to talk about celebrity gossip, too. Of course. We hope you'll join us for new episodes each Thursday. Follow Critics at Large today, wherever you get podcasts.